0: It's time for the January 14th, 2022 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an ultimate hyper-audio thrill ride for the last 168 hours of history. Broadcasting from the University of California at Irvine on KUCI 88.9 FM. I am Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And as always... If nominated, he will not run. (laughs) If elected, he will not serve. Mahler, the fake news dog. Yeah, Mahler. Hey, Mahler. How you doing, buddy? Uh, Today, we'll be talking about Cronut the sea lion. heard about Cronut? No. Yeah.
1: Cronut. Yeah. Cronut the sea lion. Cronut the sea lion.
0: Uh-huh. That's all. That's it. Uh, Also, uh, moon water, hot oceans, oath keepers in jail, a Sicilian dinner, and then some. But first, uh, from uh, Reuters news service, Mm -hmm. hot off the press, Mm -hmm. Spain became the latest European country to recognize pets as living and sentient beings. Yeah. Rather than mere objects. Mahler? Yeah, listen. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Well,
1: this certainly weekly signals has been ahead of the curve on this one yeah, uh-huh but, yeah
0: under a new law the country will consider a pet's welfare when human couples divorce or break up the move strengthens the case for human couples getting shared custody of their animal friends yeah so it's okay. going to be like a divorce a regular divorce okay only with uh you know pets
1: yeah well i only want what's best for the <laughs> Is that they're the ones who get hurt in these? Yeah, these the, these things yeah. we got to be the humans. Not so much. Not so much. Who cares?
0: The practice of recognizing pets as sentient uh, beings was already honored in Spain in October of last year. A Madrid judge gave joint custody to, of a dog to an unmarried couple after their separation. I think we covered that one. Yeah. Uh, under the new law, pet owners must guarantee the pet's well-being and states that if either partner has a history of cruelty to animals, they may be refused or lose custody of the animal.
1: Hmm. Okay. Which makes
0: sense. I think that's yeah. way it should be anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Pet
0: ownership is high in Spain when compared to other European countries, and the left-wing coalition government has plans to bring in more legislation to strengthen animal rights including a ban on wild animals in circuses and stopping the sale of pets in shops. This is a trend that's uh-huh. been
1: happening for quite some time. we
0: don't have it in Irvine. Yeah. Remember when they cleared that out in Irvine? Yeah, yeah. It's because they're like little puppy meal- mills that they get going. Yes, yes. Unhealthy dogs and cats There. My My sister was a there. victim
1: of a puppy mill, actually.
0: How does that work? She
1: drove all the way to Bakersfield uh-huh. to get a Labrador. Yeah, that turned out to be part of it. It was a. It wasn't a Labrador. It, it was a defective product. Let's put it that way. And it was. It How had did a, she know? Well, it had it had hit. hit Say again. It had hip dysplasia. Uh huh. It was. It was an inbred dog. It was, there were all kinds of issues well, that came up. Wouldn't
0: they figure that she would recognize that? Well, it was a got...
1: puppy. She didn't know, when she was told that this oh, was a... Oh, she picked up
0: the dog, She brought it up. all the way home, yes. and then found out that's later a, that yeah. it had all these things. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Especially for the doggy. Of course, she just threw it in the trash then, right? And, <laughs> right, Because I mean, right. who needs... She took it Wait, back to her. Her. She took uh, it... Uh, and, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But... Yeah. And this is a big but, the nation remains—that is, Spain remains—polarized around its tradition of bullfighting. I know, and it seems likely that bullfighting will continue in Spain in spite of its new animal welfare laws. Yeah, that's nutty. When you consider, you know, yeah. for for dogs and any pet, right? They're they're going to uh, be sure who, uh, who gets the, the custody of the animal, and if there's cr- any cruelty. But for bullfighting, I I guess that's, I guess they figure the bull wants to be stuck.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I assume that some component of this is a generational divide. I'm assuming, and I don't know. Yeah, but
0: why not a generational divide here for, you know, when you get divorced, you have to. Because
1: old people have pets.
0: Yeah, but they don't have bulls.
1: They generally don't have bulls for yeah. pets. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Can it's crazy. Understand. Can but you
0: think you know? I yeah. mean, you know, yeah, they're stabbing and you, them with. Yeah. You know, it's, You don't stick your dog with a
1: knife. <laughs> no, <you laughs> well, we don't. <laughs>
0: don't make a deal out of it. Good boy. Good
1: <laughs> boy. You don't dance around the living room with knives. Yeah. And say, "Come get me." Come and keep <laughs> and all that. You keep. Know. <laughs> You want some of this? Yeah. 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 Don't worry, Mother.
0: We won't be doing it. Yeah. From Salon magazine, a groundbreaking new study identified what could be an unexpected tool in the world's fight against COVID-19: pot. I saw this story. Marijuana. Yeah, I did. Cannabis. Cannabis. (laughs) Gage.
1: Goofy butt.
0: Were you around when I used to call it Goofy Butt? No, I uh. do not
1: remember Goofy Butt being uh, a reference. Yeah. No. Wow. According a big... to a peer-reviewed
0: paper published this week in the Journal of Natural Products titled "Cannabinoids Block Cellular Entry of SARS-CoV-2 and the Emergent Variants," at least three compounds naturally occurring in the cannabis plant were shown in lab tests to be effective at stopping coronavirus molecules from entering human cells. The mechanism effectively mimics the activity of antibodies, with the cannabis compounds attaching themselves to the virus's spike protein. Yeah, the study concludes... With widespread use of cannabinoids, resistant variants could still arise, but the combination of vaccination and CBDA, CBGA treatment should create a more challenging environment with which SARS-CoV-2 must contend reducing the likelihood of escape. The COVID-fighting compounds CBDA, CBGA, and THCA are not psychoactive and degrade at high temperatures, though which makes smoking or baking less than ideal ways to consume them. Because you're gonna bake off or smoke off some of the good stuff. Pills or gummies are better. Okay. You know, so. All right, well. (laughs) Eat them if you got them.
1: Eat them if you've got them. Yeah. This is another example of how colossally wrong the world is on pot. Yeah. Is there anything that this plant is not capable of addressing? You can make soap out of it. You can make, Ford was going to make cars out of it. Cars? Yeah, literally, they were going to construct a car made out of hemp. A hemp car? Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you have to well, look it work? up and bring it. I don't know. What? I wasn't there a, in 19. A hemp axle? 1915. Oh, well, I don't know if the entire, all the metal parts, but a good deal of the. Anyway, okay. we're on it. We're off on a seat. I can see a
0: seat maybe some tires. running
1: boards maybe even they, running they, boards you yeah. standing on hemp you it's could kind of you could you could probably do something to it hmm. too anyway the long story is to 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 make it clear it is a, it's been proven to be medicinal it's been proven to be effective in this case on something that the world is dealing with now it's just yeah it's it's
0: well we have different taboos that are based in you know these prejudices that go back for thousands of years yeah, probably
1: yeah well the idea of getting high Is mm-hmm. always it's been really a, neat it's always been a challenge for for the the lords of our society
0: because they want us to keep working they want it yeah exactly they that's why keep, coffee is good your,
1: Keep your head down and keep working.
0: Yeah. That's why cocaine was good. You remember during the uh, Reagan years? Reagan years. Carter years. People were snorting that stuff crazy.
1: The Reagan years. Was his
0: name Jody uh, Jody Powell? Yes, Jody Powell. He was the
1: chief of staff.
0: For the Carter administration. He was snorting.
1: Because that made him bouncy. And... And he was a big fan of Miami Vice. So, to see, those two things this together, thing's you know together for sure. It, yeah, that was a thing. A big
0: difference. Miami Vice, isn't that some sort of uh, Black and Decker tool?
1: <laughs> it is now. Um, yeah, Don Johnson. But
0: don't start downing your bag of gummy bears now, Mike. Okay. Don't do that. Not the yet. entire premise must undergo a series of clinical trials before researchers will say for sure whether pot fights COVID in real life the way it does in the controlled conditions. Of the lab.
1: Nathan, let me put it this way. It can't hurt.
0: <laughs> if this news makes you want to chomp on a brownie, may I recommend a donation to KUCI while you're at it? Yeah. Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. KUCI.org. have you heard about this cronut the sea lion Mike cronut
1: no uh, you asked me earlier no I don't know who cronut is cronut the sea lion because I thought it was a cereal
0: when it could served.
1: be yeah well you know yeah. it was uh, that
0: right. new pastry about a year ago yeah. or two years yeah. ago yeah. or yeah. three years ago yeah. somebody came up yeah. part croissant part yeah. donut <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> the Quanut. That's what it should have been called. Uh-huh. They ought to call it a crownut. Sounded like something that, you know, a male crow would have. From the University of California San Francisco magazine, Cronut is a rescued sea lion that cannot survive in the wild due to his epilepsy. He lives at Six Flags Discovery Kingdom in Viejo, California, which has facilities to care for wildlife with special veterinary needs. After Cronut the sea lion experienced worsening epileptic seizures that left him unable to eat, a groundbreaking procedure was carried out to transplant healthy pig brain cells into the sea lion's damaged brain.
1: Uh,
0: Incredibly, the approach proved a success for Cronut. Since the transplant, Cronut has seen a significant amount of brain function return. Wow. Pig brain cells now seizure free a year on, scientists are wondering if the same approach could be introduced to humans. The therapy uses a neutron called medial ganglionic eminence cells taken from pig embryos these are these cells are uh, act as inhibitory neurons in a pig's hippocampus, dampening the kind of hyperactivity that occurs in epilepsy yeah. wow. so
1: cronet Cron- go Cronut. Well, cronet well you know. If- if you want a pet, you should have a pig. I think just, so. You have
0: all those spare parts. You, you, got, can you use. carry exactly your backyard. Yeah.
1: That's hey, that's my spare parts right back there yeah. in the backyard, yeah. slopping around in the mud. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because speaking
0: yeah. of pigs, yeah. from BBC News, yeah. a 57-year-old man with life-threatening heart disease received a heart from a genetically modified pig, a groundbreaking procedure that offers hope to thousands of patients with failing organs. It is the first successful transplant of a pig's heart into a human being. The eight-hour operation took place in Baltimore, and the patient, David Bennett Sr. of Maryland, is doing well. Wow. 3,817 Americans received human donor hearts last year as replacements, more than ever before, but demand is even higher. Scientists have worked in to develop have worked to develop pigs whose organs would not be rejected by the human body. This is research that has accelerated in the past decade by the use of new gene editing and cloning technologies. The pig-to-human heart transplant comes just months after surgeons in New York successfully attached the kidney of a genetically engineered pig to a brain-dead person. Remember that one? Yes. They just want to see if it would be all right, they could do the measurements properly, and it was successful. Yeah. Now, in a curious sidebar to the story, the heart transplant recipient, David Bennett Sr., had been convicted in 1988 of stabbing a man seven times, leaving him paralyzed. Nearly 34 years ago, Bennett walked into the Double T Lounge in Hagerston, Maryland. You know that place, right? (laughs) The old Double T. Old where uh, 22-year-old Edward Shoemaker was drinking and talking with Bennett's then-wife, Norma Jean Bennett. The future Pig Heart recipient spied his wife sitting on Shoemaker's lap. After that, Bennett, then 23, attacked Shoemaker. you stabbing him seven times. Wow. After fleeing, Bennett was arrested in a high-speed chase. This is the Pig recipient guy. Jesus charged with intent to murder, sentenced to 10 years in prison, and ordered to pay $29,824 in restitution to Shoemaker. Shoemaker spent the next 19 years using a wheelchair because of this, yeah. before he had a stroke in 2005 and died two years later, one week before his 41st birthday. Wow! So it's the old ethical problem. You know, this guy served his time. It was only five of the ten years he was sent in for. But now he's got a new lease on life with a pig heart. Pig heart
1: man. Pig heart man. The
0: old pig heart man. (laughs) Yeah. From Science Alert. When China's Chang E5 probe visited the moon in December of 2020, it didn't just collect a sample of lunar material to return to Earth. While it was there, the mission took spectroscopic images of the surrounding lunar rock. Okay. Yeah. In those images, scientists have now found evidence of water on the moon. In this case, in abundances of up to 120 parts per million. Although we've seen evidence of water on the moon before, it's either been from orbiting or passing spacecraft or samples returned to Earth. This new evidence is the first ever recovered from on-site measurements. Right. Now, the breakthrough supports previous findings that water could be relatively abundant on the moon, bound up with minerals in the lunar regolith. That's the top layer of dust and rubble on the moon's surface.
1: Exactly right. It's a lot of water, yeah. according to a story I read. Well, um, it's,
0: compared to Earth, it's pretty
1: dry. They said it would be able to support... A, a, there was a story that came out about a month ago about this. Something like 100,000 people could be supported on the moon by the amount... Well, that's what they said in the Well, Earth. yeah, I, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, yeah I, I just... Given I
0: that they could squeeze it all out and yeah. have the equipment up there and right. set up the processes, right. it's not like and you could... You can drink this stuff and it by sounds like any there's news.
1: a finite amount. it's not yeah. like it's going to rain on the moon, so yeah. it's it, it's a finite source, but yeah, from a- the journal uh-huh.
0: advances in atmospheric sciences, I'm moving along in the science stuff here, Mike. Did you I, have more to say on the moon's
1: surface? No, I'm done with the moon's surface yeah I've, I've I've been there, done <laughs> that i don't yeah, I don't need it.
0: I'm so full up to here with the moon surface. If I hear
1: one more story about the moon surface.
0: Uh, From the uh, the journal Advances in Atmospheric Sciences. A new analysis showed that in 2021, oceans contained the most heat energy since measurements began six decades ago. That's our oceans. Yeah. The most heat energy since measurements began six decades ago, accelerating at a rate only possible because of human-emitted greenhouse gases. Yeah. These, these stories are getting old. I'm getting tired.
1: They're getting old, but they're getting increasingly more... Urgent. Consequ- yeah, urgent and consequential. Yeah. They really are. We are... I mean, in the history of mankind, I don't know if there's ever been a time when we're going to be watching... The demise of thousands of species and thousands of plant life, and uh, and then us. We're going to watch it, and we're still going to be arguing over uh, the the filibuster.
0: Yeah. Since the late 1980s, Earth's oceans warmed at a rate eight times faster than in the preceding decades. Eight times faster. Yeah. Our ocean stores more than ninety percent of the Earth's net heat gain due to greenhouse gases. So ocean warming is a fundamental indicator of the climate crisis.
1: And there is a limit to how much heat that the ocean can absorb. And when they reach that tipping point, I don't know how you. St- I don't know how you reverse it. I don't know how you turn that one around. Yeah. And again, we talk about it. We talk about it a lot. Along with the heating of the ocean comes the, the melting of the ice caps, which brings more fresh water into the ocean, which slows down the streams that are the essentially the essential to life on this planet, the the currents that run through the ocean. Well, it changes everything. It changes everything. And a lot of people are going to die. And a lot, yes. Yeah. Yes, they will.
0: Speaking of the climate crisis... From the New York Times, America's greenhouse gas emissions from energy and industry rose 6.2% in 2021 as the economy began recovering from pandemic lows and the nation's coal plants roared back to life, according to a preliminary estimate published by the Rhodium Group. You know, more coal. Thank you, Joe Manchin. This is the New York Times. And, And this kind of language always bugs me rose and roared back. We're talking about uh, something bad happening, yeah. and yet they use these kind of uplifting right. football-type terms. <laughs>
1: right. They roared back. They came back in the second half. The economy they, roared back, they roared and back. took yeah. care of all that <laughs> talk
0: about climate crisis. <laughs> the nation's emissions had plummeted more than 10% in 2020. There's another word, plummeted. I mean, you know, 10% isn't plummeting. The nation's emissions had plummeted at the largest one-year drop on record after the initial coronavirus outbreak triggered widespread lockdowns and energy use plunged to its
1: lowest level in a decade. If it, well, listen, if it had gone down 40%, I would say it plummeted. Yeah, I'd say that's a significant amount.
0: Well, but why even use that metaphor? Yeah, right. Why not say there's less crap in the air? Right, There's less poison in the air. It's better for people.
1: Yes, for plummeted and rose and all these. About for about ten months, we allowed the earth to begin to heal itself. Yeah, exactly. And then we stopped.
0: Yeah. Why doesn't the word cleanse show up in any of this? Yeah, exactly. As restrictions eased and economic activity picked back up, emissions were expected to
1: bounce back. Wow! Bounce back! Bounce back! (laughs) Yes.
0: Bounce back to Armageddon.
1: <laughs> well, because we were on track for the destruction of the world 2050, 2060. Yeah. Now it's 2048. Yeah. Or 52. We oh, bounce back.
0: Ram- we bounce back. U.S. emissions are now just 17.4% below 2005 levels. Yeah. Meanwhile, several recent studies found that the U.S. is likely to fall far short of achieving Biden's climate goals without major new policies to speed up the transition to wind, solar, and other clean energy. Yeah, that's that damn filibuster. That damn
1: filibuster.
0: Whether Biden can enact these policies is a major question. His Build Back Better Act, which contains... $555 $555 billion in spending and tax incentives for renewable power, electric cars, and other climate programs
1: remains in limbo. Did you hear about cinema, Kristen Sinema? Well, a little the, speech there? She gave a speech, yeah, which was completely wrong on so many different levels, yeah. factually and in the yeah, politics. This is Democrat. This is Christian the Democrat from Arizona. From Arizona, yeah i don't know if you're going to cover this i don't want to no, jump ahead no, no, no. here but but apparently she's just nuts and also that she essentially killed this she killed any hope of the voting rights act moving forward and then i guess biden spoke after her and she was on her phone looking at her phone during most of his his speech uh-huh. I, I mean I don't know. I don't know. Well, she was getting praise. I'm sure she. she, From the the lobbyists. Way to go, uh, cinema. Yeah. From all the lobbyists. Yeah, they were probably sending her. Dick pics. Oh, now come on. They weren't sending her dick pics. Okay, maybe they weren't. Maybe they weren't.
0: Yeah. Recent analysis led by researchers at Princeton University found that the bill, if passed in its current form, could potentially get the U.S. most of the way to its climate goal. But. Yeah. By tripling or quadrupling the pace of wind and solar power installations, accelerating electric vehicle sales and spurring utilities to retire more coal plants over the next decade, you got to wonder how all this will be remembered in history yeah. you know all this stupidity what you know christian Sin- I mean, Sinema cinema will not be remembered at all. she's being remembered right now, well in
1: the same way that as the uh, the Roman Empire was collapsing, all of the bad emperors and all of the bad actors and bad the, Emperor. the bad emperors and all that stuff. And then people look back and boy, that's a lesson we need to learn from boy. We can't let that happen again. Yeah, no, this is the collapse of the Western Roman Empire, whatever you want to, however you want to put it, but yeah.
0: yeah. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, Visit us, visit us on the web at K-U-C-I dot org, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash KUCI88.9, on our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com, and on Twitter and Instagram at KUCIFM. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is it, <up>, Molly? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit depressing, all this climate stuff what are you going to do
1: i don't know what to do yeah but i take a great deal of comfort knowing that Mahler is here yeah and we're able to essentially he's our rock he's my rock yeah knowing that he's here knowing that i can rely on him yeah. you're welcome you're welcome i love you too What
0: are we doing
1: yeah, I don't know what to do, but at, at the end of the show, yeah, I want to talk about this. This. Henry Ford's hemp car.
0: Henry Ford's hemp car? You got, We'll bring it up now. you uh, you got
1: probably less stuff.
0: But people are remembering the hemp oh, okay, car. Okay, here we go. Yeah. There we go. Henry Ford's hemp car. What was made out of hemp in Henry Ford's hemp car?
1: Well, I'll I'll let you know when I get to it. Oh, for God's sake. 12 years of research in 1941, Henry Ford presented a groundbreaking invention, his hemp-fueled celluloid plastic prototype car. The panels were composed of 70% celluloid fibers that proved to have an impact 10 times stronger than steel, and the car was run on hemp ethanol. Okay, so it was powered by hemp. There's more. It wasn't made out of hemp. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, well... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> I'm reading the rest okay. of it. Powered by hemp. Powered by hemp. Oh, hemp hemp <laughs> ethanol. Can you imagine the Midwest just miles and miles and, and miles? And this is just hemp.
0: You don't want to smoke hemp. We're not talking about marijuana. No, we're we're not. talking about the right. you know sativa out there. But hemp
1: was outlawed in this country until very recently. You couldn't yeah. grow exactly. non-THC yeah. marijuana plant with, without going to jail. Yeah. So... Henry Ford was a fascist. He supported Hitler. Yeah. He's a horrible person. Yeah. But at least he had the f- foresight to see that ethanol made of hemp is a viable op- option. Running boards. Jeez. Well, you know, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been creative with. Never mind. All right. Yeah.
0: It's time for Weekly Signals Insurrection Potpourri. January 6th. The Republican betrayal. Mm. From Politico, the House committee investigating the Capitol attack has gathered thousands of records from state officials and interviewed a slate of witnesses as it attempts to retrace retrace former President Trump's... that's his name? Former President Trump? Is that who said that? Yeah. Attempts to subvert the 2020 election, particularly in four key states that swung the presidency to Joe Biden. As Trump's team pushed its discredited voter fraud narrative, the National Archives received forged certificates of ascertainment declaring Trump and then-Vice President Mike Pence the winners of both Michigan and Arizona, and their electors in the 2020 election. There's more.
1: They're being sent forged documents. This is also in Wisconsin. They're finding it. Okay. maybe yeah. that's... Go ahead. No, they're... they've now determined that seven different states did this. Yeah. Seven. Well, the states didn't do it. People were sending these certificates
0: into them. The secretaries of state for those states sent those certificates to the January 6th panel, (laughs) along with correspondence between the National Archives and state officials about the documents. Arizona took legal action against at least one of the groups who sent in the fake documents, sending a cease and desist letter to a pro-Trump sovereign citizen group Telling them to stop using the state seal and referring the matter to state attorney to the state attorney general.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, this is pretty serious stuff.
0: That Trump group's leader, Lori Osaecki, had told the Arizona Republic, the newspaper there, in December 2020, that she decided to send in the certificates after taking part in post-election rallies and after attending a day-long meeting in Phoenix. That had included Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. So this is all, you know. When we say conspiracy, we don't mean anything. It's it's not. A conspiracy isn't necessarily a bad, a, a wrong thing. Right. It's not somebody being hyperactively anxious about the world. It's it's a, it can be real. Yes. Conspiracies are just people getting together to change things for a common purpose
1: for a common common action a common purpose mike and i are conspiring right now to to change your
0: mind about things that's right
1: yeah exactly right we have a common purpose here
0: and apparently the uh, federal government the trump administration was conspiring with traitors Right. who over who wanted to overturn the democratic process. And we got to come up with another word for for democratic process because some people out there think that has something to do with the Democratic Party. Right. Right. It's just that the process that the government's been based on for the last 200 years, the thing that's in the constitution, our basic rights were being overturned by a group conspiring with the federal government at that time. Right. Exactly.
1: This is again had to be part of a coordinated effort beyond just doing this, sending in fake names as the delegates to essentially to the electoral college. That's what this is. These are people destined to cast a vote, confirming their state's election outcome in favor of Biden, but they were trying to engineer it so that it came out in favor of Trump. These, This had to be part of a concerted effort that went to the basic part of this, to me, the basic part of the coup was to get Mike Pence to stop the certification of the election on January 6th. If he had done that and Congress had recessed for 24 hours in that period of time, Trump could have issued. And they talked about this. Trump issuing a state of emergency in which he would have had extraordinary power to stop this thing from moving forward yeah that's what this whole thing was about it came down to pens not allowing the certification to take place everything else is a subset of that yeah
0: well and he didn't have the authority to do that no either. he didn't
1: yeah and yet they're trying to make people think that he did have the authority to do that it was it's a loophole in the constitution the The, the founding fathers the people who who wrote the constitution did not anticipate that a sitting president would do this in the way that it was done. They need to clean this up.
0: Meanwhile, Elmer Stewart Rhodes III, 56, of Granbury, Texas, who is the founder and leader of the Oath Keepers, and Edward Viejo, 63, of Phoenix, Arizona, were charged for the first time in connection with events leading up to and including January 6th. Both men have been arrested. In addition to Rhodes and Viejo, those named in the indictment include nine others who had been previously charged for other matters. In addition to the earlier charges filed against them, they now face additional counts for seditious conspiracy and other offenses. Yeah. Conspiracy. That's what went on during the Trump administration.
1: That's right. And but, yes, yes, it is. And they're getting to the bottom. I will say the, this January 6th committee is working out as well as I would have hoped it would. It appears...
0: Well, let's see where it goes. But yeah, you're right. It seems I'm very the, pleased with the progress yeah, they're making. Yeah. And They're
1: finding a lot of things out, that, and they're
0: getting the facts behind it. That's what's good. They're building their evidence up so when it finally drops...
1: Exactly. They're creating a narrative yeah. as they go along. They're creating a narrative in the public well, mind. Well, they're constructing a narrative. The narrative's there. There you go. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. Thank you. By the way, I just real quick on this story, the sovereign citizens, by the way, yeah, is, I was just looking it up, is a throwback to the Confederacy, by the way. It's a, I, I don't have all of, I just wanted to let you know that it was the, the- person
0: who considers yourself a sovereign citizen.
1: Right, this has to go back to the, this, the Civil War, the South. They consider themselves sovereign from the federal government so yeah. that they could continue to enforce slavery. And this is part of this kind of continuum of these Confederate sympathizers. That's why they call themselves sovereign citizens is a direct reference to the Civil War and to the traitors of the South who tried to break away.
0: Yeah, Yeah. They're not sovereign, they're traitors to our country. Sovereign's just a happy way for them to put it.
1: Exactly right.
0: From the Arizona Republic, Cyber Ninjas, the firm hired by Arizona State Senate to conduct a review of Maricopa County's election results announced that it's shutting down after a county government report slammed the firm, Cyber Ninjas, and a judge ordered it to pay $50,000 a day in fines. Mm-hmm. The news followed in order that Cyber Ninjas turned over public records to the Arizona Republic, including emails and text messages to comply with an August 18th ruling or face $50,000 in fines per day. Cyber Ninjas, which says it recounted 2.1 million ballots, confirmed Biden beat Trump in the state, but claimed in its September draft report that thousands of ballots had issues including duplicate ballots, voters who cast ballots multiple times, and unregistered voters participating in the election. Maricopa County, however, released a report this month arguing cyber ninjas made 22 misleading claims, 41 inaccurate claims, and 13 claims that were false. The county said cyber ninjas made faulty and inaccurate conclusions about more than 53,000 ballots in 22 categories. So they were all in the news. They were the big threat to our democracy. They went on for months and months and months. Yeah, and all they were doing is wasting time and wasting resources.
1: Yeah, and and so as a result of that, they're now going to do it in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania yeah. and Michigan. Yeah. Because that, this somehow in the Fox world of the they that these people live in, it proved the case that there was fraud in yeah. Arizona. If you ask them. Yeah. By the way,
0: from the Hill, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot is now looking into a number of names that had not been previously mentioned after a revelatory interview with former White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham. During Trump's term, Grisham served as both White House press secretary and communications director for First Lady Melanoma Trump before (laughs) resigning from the administration following the attempted insurrection. So remember, this person was working with Trump in, you know, just one of the more important promotional activities for the president, a press secretary. And she carried the information and, and dispersed the information for all of us to take in. Yes. And here's what she's what happened to her uh, during her testimony. Uh, during her testimony, Grisham also revealed several moments from inside the White House during the chaos of the day, including the fact that Trump gleefully rewound footage from the riot. Yeah. He's watching it yeah. on his TV, yeah. and he's rewinding. And she called his response to the violence almost giddy. Yeah, well, sure, he's but, watching. Yeah. you know, police getting smacked in the head. With he's happy about it. And...
1: Yeah. All kinds of All
0: I know about that day was that he was in the dining room, gleefully watching on his TV, as he often did. Look at all the people fighting for me, hitting rewind, watching it again. That's all I know. Yeah,
1: President Nero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, these these things that you that you just talked about are confirming what I think most people with a couple of brain cells had figured was going on, but we didn't have that person inside the room. Now we do, now we have some testimony, and there'll be others who are stepping forward to give essentially the same Mm -hmm. testimony, I'm sure.
0: From the United Press International, a group of North Carolina voters urged state officials to disqualify U.S. Representative Madison Cawthorn as a congressional candidate citing his participation in a rally last January in Washington that questioned the presidential election outcome and preceded the Capitol riot. The voters contend that Cawthorn, a Republican who formally filed filed as a candidate for the 13th district seat last month, can't run because he fails to comply with an amendment in the U.S. Constitution ratified shortly after the Civil War, the 14th Amendment. 14th Amendment says no one can serve in Congress who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same.
1: Well, that's a good 30 of the members of the House yeah. Republican Caucus.
0: And they say there's a good chance that this can be successful. Good. Yeah. The what? written challenge says events on January 6th, 2021 amounted to an insurrection and that Crawford's speech at the rally supporting then-President Trump, his other comments, and informational, and information in published reports provide a reasonable suspicion or belief that he helped facilitate the insurrection. I'd like to see that come true. Yeah. I'd like to see him be disqualified because of his actions.
1: I know I said this before on the show, and I really think that Trump won't be imprisoned for this. I don't think we're going to see him behind bars. However, I do think that the for me the best possible outcome would be for him to be on camera giving testimony that he knew it was a lie and that all of the he'd never say that. It's either that or jail. You don't think he would?
0: Yeah, I, I I don't think he would. Yes, I don't think he would.
1: Okay, well that would be if I'm imposing punishment on Trump for all this misery. It would be that he has to give sworn testimony under penalty of perjury to say out loud what he's been denying all along because and i go back to that that book that uh that uh what's the uh, the, the who's the journalist from the washington post it's very well known woodward, I woodward. the book that Woodward. <laughs> thank you bob woodward thank you that wrote in which He has Trump on tape saying all the things that he should have been saying about COVID at the very beginning, knowing full well what it was and the impact it could have, and all the rest of it. He said it very lucidly. He said he knew what it was and the impact it could have. In public, he said something very, very different. Yeah, and and I I don't think I, I think
0: you'd have to have him over a beer, not doing testimony him to admit anything. Yeah, like this. I th- yeah, I think you're right. I
1: think yeah. you're right. But I think that would be the punishment. Tell the truth. Be forced to tell the truth about what happened.
0: I don't think he's capable.
1: I think you're right. I think no. he's a pathological narcissist and incapable of doing what I just asked.
0: From the Orlando Sentinel. And we're going to switch gears here now. All right. There's a new thing. Okay. Uh, John Kozwanski.
1: You oh, about yeah.
0: this guy? No a uh, spokesman for Florida's State Board of Repra- Administration sorry Florida's State Board of Administration yeah. was shot and killed in an apparent road rage incident near Tallahassee the incident began when Koswanski's BMW veered out of its lane and hit a Prius after which both drivers pulled into a parking lot the driver of the Prius confronted Kaswanski and then got back into his car to wait for law enforcement to investigate the accident the exchange then escalated dramatically as Koswanski rammed his BMW into the Prius on the driver's door and began pushing the car sideways in the parking lot. Kazwanski then grabbed his gun and shot at the white Prius. This is the guy, the Florida State Board of Administration guy, has gone from hitting a car and then now Push, he's... Now he's,
1: pushing he's, it around the parking lot yeah, and shooting yeah. at the
0: guy. The Prius driver, who also had a gun, Shot and fired back into Kiswanski's windshield, striking and killing him. Under Florida's Stand Your Ground law, the Prius driver was released. Because he was being attacked. That's something you don't hear often, though. What's that? I
1: don't know what that is. That
0: Mahler's phone?
1: Yeah, that was Mahler's phone. He gets, say, Mahler, he gets a lot of calls. Mahler, you, you know, know we're call. on the <laughs> air. <you know? laughs> For God's sakes. Yeah.
0: Now you know this. This is not often this thing. Uh, Prius and gun are not two words you expect to find in any sentence.
1: No. Yeah.
0: Incredibly, court records show Kozwanski had been arrested for a confrontation with another driver at the same intersection in 2014. So this is this is something that happens with him. Oh my God. He he is he's he's got road rage, and he works for Florida's State Board of Administration, <laughs> which is an extra bonus.
1: It's actually a job requirement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. From Uh NOLA.com, the New Orleans or New Orleans City Council voted unanimously uh, to rename uh, the racist and Trump heroes, Robert E. Lee Boulevard, (laughs) Allen Toussaint Boulevard.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah? Yeah, there you go.
0: The change will go into effect Friday the 1st for the four and a half mile street running through Lakeview and Gentilly. The new ordinance notes Toussaint's wide-ranging accomplishments, including his contributions to the local and international music scene and a Presidential Medal of Honor.
1: There you go. He has
0: been instrumental in changing the sound of New Orleans music and has influenced musicians across the world, said Councilmember Jared Brossett, who authored the ordinance, adding Toussaint encompasses everything that is naturally New Orleans.
1: There you go. Yeah,
0: that's a nice one. an uplift a, there. Yeah, that's yeah. a
1: nice story.
0: Yeah, also a little uplift here too okay. from the Global Herald. Uh, Genevieve Beacom became the first woman to play professional baseball in Australia. She's playing with the guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is good. She made history with the Melbourne Aces in one of the world's emerging hotbeds of baseball talent, Australia. They got a lot of good players down there. Beacom's 17. She's 17 and she's playing pro ball in Australia. Good God. She entered the contest with the Aces trailing by four in the sixth inning. A rangy lefty with a looping curveball, she threw a scoreless inning with one strikeout in relief demonstrating a remarkable poise for her age. And Seven, she did. 17. Yeah, they have footage of it. Yeah. And she's, you know, just cool and throwing
1: strikes. There, a couple of years ago, there was a, a woman, a young girl, woman, young woman, in the uh, Little League um, World Series. Yeah. Who was yeah. really good. Yeah. As good as the boys were. So for sure.
0: Just like that, Beacom now has a 0.00 ERA <laughs> in the Australian <laughs> Baseball League. The Aces lost the contest 7 to 1. Uh, Genevieve is pitching because she can get out Justin Huber the general manager of the Aces said that's cool that's the way to do it Beacon wants to play baseball for a college in the United States in 2023 and hopes developing with the Aces will help her reach that goal I'm saying UCI that'd be great they have a good baseball program yeah absolutely you know I'm I'm starting up the uh, bring uh, Genevieve Beacon to uh, UCI baseball
1: uh, fan club I think that's a, no, no. I think that could be a. <clears throat> excuse me that could be a hashtag that would be nice it's a hashtag hashtag what is a hashtag <laughs> what
0: is nobody knows uh, you know uh, Beakham to UCI yeah uh, Beakham uh, ant,
1: uh, Beak to Anteaters I don't know I don't know, I don't know. You, you come up with it
0: I come up with it yeah it's your but idea
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's great that's a yeah. great story thank you thank you Nathan
0: well, let me just, you know, I'm, I just have to get this off my chest. I'll feel better after I get this off my chest right. before we go to the end finally. You mentioned a story last week about, about a fish who could drive a car. Goldfish. A, gold, oh, a goldfish. Yeah, goldfish oh, a goldfish
1: in a... But
0: what drove me crazy about it, because I read up on it, they didn't, the only thing the fish did was swim. And look out
1: of that's the goldfish exactly. Because yeah.
0: they they just had a camera on him, right? And whichever way he swam, yes, the car moved.
1: Yes, wherever, whatever way he looked, you should well, he yeah, swam, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: look, they were they yeah. were following yeah. his spine essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> right. I'm just wondering, you know, I I start thinking think. This okay. this, is, this is not science. <laughs>
0: This is just like a freak show.
1: It's like a, it's like a flea circus is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 It's not what, yeah, you know, what's
0: that got to do with anything. I thought maybe they had electrodes implanted into the goldfish and they were reading some brain waves that told you said go right, go left. Yeah. But no.
1: No. They were just looking ahead. Yeah. They, they, they were just they, they, watching they, which yeah. way
0: the slip. So all it proves is that a, a fish can see outside its bowl. <laughs> okay. That's well, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that was in contention. If it was, I guess well, that is I, I think some they kind did it for more than
1: a couple of minutes. I think they determined that it was able to navigate the road ahead of it. That's what I... In what a pretty
0: I, confined, you know, yeah. pretty yeah. restricted Well, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the 405. I, exactly. That's <laughs> so. it. If that fish were on the 405, I'd be impressed. And I think that <laughs> might even qualify as some kind of science. I don't know what it would be. Okay. but if you saw like a fish in a Prius
1: yeah yeah going down the 405 in, Flor- in Florida yeah yeah no, okay well it wouldn't be a 405 then I don't know no, what okay all be. right yes that's right I'd yeah flipping around the here. 405 yes
0: then <laughs> then
1: you know, it would be something
0: that'd be worthy of this show
1: <laughs> all right I'll yeah. I'll I'll try to limit my junk science uh, by the way I'm going to update our earlier story in a minute on, on uh, yeah yeah okay, it, I was right, wrong. okay right, now, once I'm, again I'm here we about ready to go here we go here we go Okay, so the the car, and I'll show you a picture of the car. For the, all, the hemp car. We're talking the about he, the hemp car. This is a car which Henry is the car made Ford, out of hemp. Henry That's Ford, what you said. In 1941, <laughs> they used a significant amount of hemp, not only in the ethanol to power the, car. to power the car, but also they used the bonding agent for the plastic that they used was uh-huh, the made the glue. Out of the glue.
0: The glue was hemp.
1: And let's put it. Let's hear. Okay, so it was a 1500 pounds per square inch uh let me go back the car panels were molded from hydraulic pressure 1500 pounds this is very scientific from a recipe used 70 percent of celluloid fibers from wheat straw hemp and sisal plus 30 percent of resin binders so they used that in the binding of the plastics that created the car yep. and it was supposedly 10 times stronger than the regular plastic would have been by virtue of the use of these three compounds. Uh-huh. And hemp was one of them. Yeah. So it was part of the construction of the car. What was the glue? The glue, yes. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. Well, what is resin? What is plastic? It's just a mass of gelatinous, well, gelatinous material. I
0: don't want to that, that push becomes, the point too far, but to say you made a car out of hemp... They. You know, you, well, yeah, the glue and, and the well, power. the, the but
1: car itself, the car was all, the car. This, was you all were <laughs> this was all plastic.
0: Yeah. The whole know, car I was plastic. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful, Mike. What a great story. I'm very <laughs> the impressed. The whole car was plastic. I am so impressed.
1: And a good Woo! 30% of the car. $100. And, yes. Yeah! And, okay. All right. Whee! All right. Well, okay. okay. And finally. I'm going to call this one a tie, okay? I'm I don't want to. I, 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 I'm, I'm impressed. I, would, if, I
0: think we'll review the tapes. Yes, we and, will. And we'll, we'll come and, on. and we'll hear you saying maybe, maybe the running
1: boards. <laughs> Well, in well, this is 1941. There were no running boards, but there was there were panels. Oh, okay. Well, Uh, well, no, but there. But but, (laughs) no, hold on, hold on a second. Just uh, you said there were running boards. I'm going to go back. I don't know. Okay, the judges are reviewing. And finally, all of the previous material from
0: the Guardian.
1: For the love of God!
0: A Sicilian Mafia fugitive who was on the run for murder for nearly 20 years was caught after being spotted on Google Street View. That's right. Uh, Giacchino Gamino, uh-huh. 61, was tracked down in Galapagar, Spain, a town near Madrid, after a picture showed a man resembling him chatting outside a restaurant. A Facebook profile for the now-closed restaurant revealed a photo of Giacchino Gamino. They saw a picture of him there in a Facebook post, wow. recognizable by the scar on the left side of his chin. The restaurant even offered a Sicilian dinner. Giacchino Gamino is expected to be extradited to Italy in the next few weeks to serve a life sentence. Wow. Google Street View. You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals weekly review podcast at weeklysignals.com weeklysignals.com Subscribe now.